0: who's number one this will be our new daily time slot it's going to be 5:30 p.m est every day of the week that's going to be the standard time making it a little bit easier for you guys to follow along at home also you'll have noticed we'll be on the uh 24 7 grappling channel that's 24 7 24 hours a day seven days a week of grappling content we're gonna have matches interviews films all that good stuff Anyways, joining us today on the show, we have two very special guests, none other than Hamilo Bahal, back again for his second appearance on Who's Number One, and Felipe Pena. We have two world champions, two ADCC champions. Michael, pretty exciting stuff, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah. How's it going, guys? Nice. Glad to, uh Happy to be back with uh, this monster, Yeah.
2: <laughs> what are you doing? You're on like a swing out there, Hamilo. What are you up to, man?
1: I'm home. You know, this is the place that I come sit down Drink a coffee, relax. You
0: know, <laughs> it's the right spot to be. Felipe, where in the world are you right now? Are you in Brazil? Hey, Felipe, I think, I think we might have lost you. Um, try talking one more time. I think we, I think we lost you, man. Um, lost his audio. He had to call back earlier. We'll, uh, we'll have Felipe restart his connection and then see what happens there, guys.
2: I'll but... message him. Talk
0: with him a little yeah, I'll tell him. Anyways, um, Hamalo, what, what is new with you? I, I don't think a lot has changed in the world since we, we last spoke, but anything exciting going on for you? Hopefully something fun.
1: Uh, man, not really. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, was, I was reaching there. I was reaching. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like we're pretty much doing the same things, you know. Uh, have a great meeting with the Gracie Barra leaders today. You know, they put in a, a great plan, you know, for our students. And then uh, you know, like it was an exciting meeting. You know, like uh, they very confident on uh, on the on the plan that we've been taking. So it was excited to be honest. You know, we kind of like a begin the week with uh, with the news that we're gonna be close out until the the April 30. But you know, like uh, on the other side, you know, couple good news from the team, and then uh, we're gonna move forward. And then uh, you know, I think more and more people is understand everybody is going through the same. Uh, the same thing and then uh yeah, I think uh things is gonna start to fall in place pretty fall soon. Place soon that we expect.
2: Hey Felipe there. Guys, can you hear me now? Got yes, you now, yes, perfect, you, perfect. All right, so where you at? You're in Belo Horizonte right now?
3: Yeah, Belo to... Horizonte.
2: What are things uh what do you what have you been up to? We checked in with Hamilo last week, but what have you been up to since everything got shut down? What are you doing these days?
3: Um, the gym is closed, you know, so I'm, I'm starting to stay more at home, I think pretty much like every, every place in the world. In the world. But, uh, and try and go to the farm of my girlfriend, so I stay more like outside the sea, you know, more in the nature. I just uh, came back from there today. So, yeah, pretty much like no training, just weightlifting. But uh, try to stay more at home to help uh, uh, combat the the virus here.
0: Uh, Felipe, I feel like Brazil and South America is one of the last places to have the pandemic uh, spread. Was it? What was it like watching it kind of circulate the globe and then make its way down there? Were you nervous about it, or uh, is it just becoming like a reality now for you?
3: Yeah, it's coming more like a reality now, like, uh, to be honest, when I saw, like, starting there, in my opinion, I said, bro, it's never going to get here. In Brazil, going to get crazy like that, you know, but <laughs> now it's it's like that, you know. It's, uh, so, and it was actually an uh, advantage because we saw how uh, fast and how uh, difficult was there in other places of the world in Brazil soon starting getting here we like pretty much all the country already starting uh, take the right uh, steps to uh, decrease the speed you know of the virus
2: something I, uh, me and chase were talking about before the show that I think people would be interested in uh, how did you guys meet each other how did you guys you the two of you guys first meet each other uh, uh,
1: do you want me start <laughs>
2: either one of you it doesn't matter
1: uh i, I was uh, i thought i think i talked no actually no uh i was a uh, philip's brother his old brother to he's right. uh, right. one of yeah. the best black one of the best black belt in bh you know so he pushed philip to start training and then uh i don't know i think uh philip started to get pretty serious in uh 2009 and then uh so philippe supposed to go to new york you know uh, come to compete and stay in new york but uh <laughs> new york it was kind of like a you know like a party place you know kind of like someone of his age good looking guy young you know <laughs> so his brother his brother told me like hey Homie, can philippe stay with you and then i said man i'm staying in someone's house <laughs> <laughs> i was staying in my friend's uh in my friend's Jason, you know, like a Jason Bianchi, you know, like uh, one of my black belt, one of the biggest help that I have in my, in my you know, like uh, my time living in the United States, you know. So he, I told him, I say, man, Philippe really wants to stay here, but, you know, I don't want him to go to New York. And he's like, oh, man, let him stay. So <laughs> I was already living someone's house, and then I put to leave there too, you know. So <laughs> Philippe can continue there now.
2: <laughs> so what happened next?
3: Rominho, uh, you should be like, uh, since the beginning, is, even before I started training Jiu-Jitsu, he's like one of the big friends of my brother, Chico, you know. So I was like uh, probably uh, 15, 14 years old when I started training, but I read met Rominho because he come often to my house and I always see him traveling with my brother. So, when I start training Jiu-Jitsu later, uh, I always look for Rominho. And when, when I started taking it serious, I told my brother, hey, good, I need to do something different, you know, I need to uh, go out of Brazil, train at Romulo. I really, I always look for Romulo, you know. And, uh, but I didn't have so much contact with him, my brother had. So, I asked my brother to talk to him and stuff, and then Rominho said I was going to compete in and then I stayed there like two weeks, competed the Penems, and then I won my Penems in Portugal. And then, like Pomo said, I was supposed to go to New York, but Pablo uh, let me stay at uh, his friend's house <laughs> with uh, his wife as well, you know. Hey, so yeah. That's a good friend. Stay there. <laughs> yeah, the best. <laughs> so it was like a huge experience for me, you know, because uh I never had uh I had my brother of course, but uh, in that time my brother was not uh training like full time you know, so I had like the full experience to see like someone like home many times or change what to do when he wake up until he goes sleep you know so I pretty much got smashed many times a day by <laughs> him <laughs> and uh Eat what he eat and sleep what the time he sleep and did everything out the routine you know and uh, after five months five months uh, I won the words like weight and weight, so this It's a different amazing. time
2: huh You guys are so successful now and you guys were both crashing on some guy's couch back then huh <laughs> <A> Different <laughs> life back then. What's it? What? What's yeah, it no, like? Co- I'll let you guys both uh, have a turn at it. Describe what it's like training with the other one, Hamilo. Describe training with Felipe a little bit for people who wouldn't know, maybe back then uh, and then today.
1: <laughs> you know, like first of all, you know, like it's a. I need to to give a you know heads off of Felipe to to be able to you know like to come here and then get complete off his comfort zone. You know, it wasn't easy. You know what I mean? I'm very I'm very perfectionist. I'm you know like when someone tell me that they wanna accomplish something i expect them give the best every single day you know and then philip never complained he never asked why you know he just did what's supposed to be done and then uh i think that's like uh, only few guys that uh they'll be able to do that you know like even uh i need to give a heads off for my daughters and for my wife to live with me because you know i, I only expect 100 percent you know i don't expect <laughs> less than that <laughs> but uh Trying with Philippe, you know, like uh, back in then, man, the guy, you know, like this kid has so much heart, you know. I would smash him so much every single day, you know, like, uh, like a uh, man, I would break him mentally, you know, like, uh, but he keep coming back, you know. And then like, uh, you know, little by little, you know, like uh, he'll go back to Brazil and come back here. And then he's like, man, can I do like a uh, three three rolls with you, you know, like uh, three rounds? And then, you know, like, uh, man, he starts to pick it up, you know. And then one time I couldn't tap him no more. One time I couldn't score and point him no more. One time then he starts to beat me and then I don't think that I haven't beat him in, I don't know, like uh, four years, you know. So (laughs) right now it's like, uh, but, you know, like I'm very happy to see he's he's successful in his career because he put a lot of work on it, you know. And then I respect that, you know, like uh, I truly respect people. They they have like this mindset and they don't give up, you know. So right now he's the best in the world, you know, like uh, top five of like a. For the past, like I don't know, five years since he's got his black belt, and then uh, and then you know, like he's, he's just keep getting better, and then he's he hasn't accomplished, he hasn't uh, reached his full potential, you know, which is I believe this year he's getting there, and then uh, man, can't wait till this all done and can uh, watch him compete.
2: What about you, uh, Felipe? What was it like coming up through the ranks, uh, training with Hamilo when you were, uh, you know, purple belt, brown belt, or whatever, and he's a black belt world champion?
3: Um be honest, was like a nightmare, you know, like someone <laughs> special, <laughs> like since the first one second until the end, you know, like blue especially because back that, back that time he didn't have like so much uh, people to train, you know, he was just like moving from you know, the other gym, so he was getting ready for the world and he was training the students, you know, and uh, I'm not sure, but uh, I was just a purple belt. Uh, okay, a tough muscle belt, but not a good training for him, you know. And uh, I probably was like his best training. So, I pretty much get smashed by him for like eight times a day, you know. <laughs> and uh, seven times. But I really enjoy it, you know. I'm not the type of person that... Uh, I enjoy that type of training. Since I am like blue, purple, brown belt, I always like to roll... And don't, I don't mind if I get smashed, you know, because I think, uh, one thing that you do different, like every role is already something that we're proving, you know. So it was a really good experience to train for him for like so many times, for so many days, so many. And, uh, I learned a lot. And today it's, um uh, Pretty much the same thing, you know, home like he's not competing like before, but uh, he's always prepared like before, you know. <laughs> he trains, I like to say like he trains more than even the the guys that are competing in uh, and everything right now, you know. He's always ready. So he has one thing that is the the knee's life that for me is like the best of knee's lies in the whole world. And uh still, you know, like I can't, uh, I never felt so many pressure uh, by someone passing the guard and keep insisting on that, on that, passing on that, passing on that, passing I already tried to copy that many times, but I can't do it. <laughs> but uh, it's like, he, he doesn't stop, he say I don't stop, but he, he's, I think I learned that from him, you know. <laughs> because doesn't matter if he is winning or if he is losing. When he's training, like, it doesn't stop until the time clicks, you know.
0: Hamalo, I wanted to ask you, you know, uh, you famously started Everyday Pohada and stuff, but um, how has your training and teaching methodology changed as you've evolved from full-time athlete to more of a coaching role? Have you have you uh, changed the way that you run a class at all, or is it kind of the same as it's always been for you?
1: Uh, you know, like, i am been teaching... I'm been helping draculine since i'm blue belt you know so i learn a lot about you know teaching obviously you know like uh, there's a couple of different approaches that i do with the uh, guys like philippe gabriel edwin victor trovo you know like uh, guys they compete you know uh those guys you know like uh i pretty much show them the way by like a uh, philippe is mentioned you know like i'm still trying to do that you know like uh, not like uh, telling them what to do but like actually putting their work on the mats you know like always you know, like uh, being the last, the first one to get the mat, the mats. Being the last one to leave the mats. You know, always trying to evolve, always try to get better. And then I think all of them, they see like uh, the way that I was doing. Like Felipe was the first one. You know, like uh, he used to eat everything that I eat, train the same amount that I train. You know, like uh, do everything. And then obviously, got on a point that he get good, and then he find out what's the best way for him. But my other guys, you know, like uh, that's the way that I that I lead the competition. But like, uh, but like uh, the ultimate. Uh, teaching style it's pretty much the same you know like uh the way that i do back in the day the way that i do now obviously now i take more time of teaching because i'm not as tired as i used to be you know like uh, back in the day i would go on the, t- on the class to teach i wait expect to train you know what i mean so right now i pretty much try to get done on my train in the morning so the night i can just like a uh, commit on teaching you know so i usually train Monday, when, Monday to Friday at morning at noon, and then night, I only focus on teaching. I don't train at night, like, uh, only if I have a, a super fight, but, you know, like, I do that for two months, you know, so I'm actually way more focused on, on teaching now and then help my students get better than before, you know. I don't think about myself no more, you know, it's not about me no more. Like, oh, make somebody's, like, I don't have a training partner, I don't let them train, you know, like, I'm like, yeah, it's okay, you know, if somebody's, like, outside and I'm, like, nobody to train with the person, I jump in, I train the person, you know, so, it's uh, right now. It's like uh, my students is it's uh, is the first plane, and then after me. You know, I think that's what they changed like uh, tremendously on the past. Like I would say, for like uh, four years since 2016.
2: All right, I had some uh, matches pulled uh, to watch with you guys. Uh, if ready for that, so the first couple are from 2016 euros. You guys closed out at 2016 euros, correct?
3: Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah we closed out absolutely. <laughs>
2: Yeah, talk a little bit yeah. about that weekend before before we get to the matches. Maybe you guys can talk a little bit about uh, how things played out, like how it was like, you know, closing out with your mentor, uh, in Romulo Felipe and all that.
3: Yeah, it was, was always a goal from, you know, close some tournament with Romulo. Um, well, the, the wars, the Brazilian national, anything like that. So uh, I remember we talk about uh, that like in the... Previous day, we both like really excited. Bro, let's go the way, let's close out, let's close out, let's close out. And uh, so, Romulo was in on one side, I was in the other side, and uh, I fought uh, Herbert in the semifinal. And then, Romulo fought uh, was Jackson, right? Jackson Souza. And then he fought Jackson Souza in the semifinal. So, um, was a really tough match for me, and uh, I got hurt, but it uh, was really worth it to feel that moment, you know, like close close our open weight with my professor, you know, someone that uh, uh, always trained me, and uh, I trained when I, since I was like poker belt, you know. So I think uh, not many uh, guys can do that, and it was a big a big accomplishment for me.
2: Hamilo, something I always... Uh i I remember you took both the silver medals here, didn't you hyimelo didn't you yeah, gave, I gave, did. yeah that's something i there's something I really respected when you did it because usually the senior member of the team will take the gold for themselves, but you gave it to the younger guys what what was your thinking there
1: uh I think because the reason everything they they want to accomplish I have accomplished here already pretty much you know, so that is nothing for me. My idea to be there on the tournament. I was motivated by them, you know, I was already, you know, like competing, you know, like, and then there was me, Gabriel, Edwin, Felipe, you know, Servio, everybody was competing on the tournament, and then I was really motivated, you know, like, it was, a. Uh, I think if you ask me, like, uh, when you hit the flow state on your, on your, on your career, they'll be on that, on that tournament, I felt no pressure, you know, I was so light, like, uh, having fun, and then, uh, man, you know, like, uh, I have a great, you know, like, a great run out on the tournament, and then, uh, man, I really, really want to close out the open weight with Felipe, and then the medium heavy with Gabriel, you know, it's like, it's something that it was like, man, I would do anything today to do that, you know, and then I knew that for them, they would reach on the final, you know, and then now it was depend only on me, you know, so I feel that when I was on the final, and then Felipe have, like, a the tough match with Herbert, you know, like he he didn't want to give up too, you know. And then uh, there is no way that I would take that also away from him, you know. So he had to be the champion and Gabriel he had to be the champion. But on the end of the day, I was the one that was, you know, like a win more than anybody in the tournament, you know. So the silver medals that day counts way more than any goal that I have, you know. So it was every single thing was worth it.
2: Nice, nice. All right, so the first match that we pulled was, I, I believe this was the first round of the Absolute, actually, was Felipe versus Josh Hanger. if you can pull that one up, Caleb. So you guys can just talk about it while it's going on. Hamilo, were you the, were you there coaching him or were you competing at the same time?
1: I was coaching. I was coaching him, there.
3: Yeah. So, Felipe, what's uh, going through uh, your mind here? Uh, uh, I have uh, uh Actually, I think go, go, go. from that time I, I didn't yeah. even know who was uh, Josh Ringer. Like, uh, because I think he, he accomplished so many things, but he accomplished, I think, was a little bit after that. So I think even Rominho oh, the, the didn't. So I was like playing my game, you know? I wanted to go to the bottom first to walk my guard, and I was able to get under. And uh now I'm working the the sweep. But definitely if I knew it like Goshinger and uh, his game I I would be way more careful with that single leg well, because of the guillotines. Yeah for sure. But uh hopefully uh good that it didn't didn't go but yeah, I just got the two points and got on the half guard. Try to work the pass now.
2: So, Hamilo, you're, you're competing and then uh, stepping off to the side and then coaching them at the same time? Is that what you were doing?
1: Yeah. we were, well, we're all, Actually, all of us was coaching each other, you know? So, it was a, man, it was amazing, you know? Like, I was coaching Edwin, Edwin was coaching me, and Philippe. You, were, you know, like, we are very united on this tournament, you know? So, it was everybody, man. If you, you know, like, you can hear everybody coach each other and then run back and then compete on the other side of the mat, you know? So... That was a very good experience, yeah. man. It was one of the unforgettable. The all right, so you
2: got him, you got him flattened out here now. What's his pressure feel like here, Homulus? He got you in this position before?
1: Uh, I don't know, man. It's very rare for someone get me head and arm control. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell but you. Nobody <laughs> that. You, you
3: Nobody know. oh, that.
1: Philip definitely got that. He got on my back, which is way worse. You know? <laughs>
3: <laughs> but that hook there is very annoying. The hook he's doing. Uh huh. So I, I'm yeah. trying like. Josh first did a good job there. Did actually. Huh? Josh yeah. did a good job there. Off
1: like it. another. Yeah. To he a, did distance. a good record.
3: Yeah, it was pretty nice good pass. Wow. That was nice yeah. timing there, was Caleb. Like...
2: Caleb, can we go back a few seconds and watch that pass real quick? So right here, he stands. Up, he goes for the sit-up guard. This is, you timed this yeah. one nice. Boom. go.
3: It's like a very uh, common pass when someone sit and control your leg. Like you rotate your foot to bring to the side of the hips and jump, you know. It's really good when someone like control your leg and sit, you know. Kind of like working for the single leg before, go to the single leg. And then I was able to mount and go to the back. That, it's game over. (laughs) And, uh, but but Josh did a really good job uh, because he was in a very bad position with the half guard, like controlling the head, you know, it's not a good position to be on bottom. And he was able to recover and put me in uh, in his guard, you know. So that's uh, like, a, looks like a small, but big, you know, because once, like especially in high level, once you get to that half guard, like control the head, uh, who is on top, like it's a really good position to pass and mount and they don't back up you know so that hook yeah. was a really good uh, option to make me step back to work his guard
1: yeah he did the he did the lockdown, and then uh philip has head control and then he was flat and then uh josh did the lockdown separate the space and then when he separated the space he released the head pressure you know so then when he released the head pressure he palm on his arm so then now Felipe doesn't have more the cross face and then he's not flat no more. That's why he couldn't pull yeah. his, leg, his bottom leg out and then recover the guard, you know?
2: Felipe, uh, you're so good at getting to the back and it seems like you finish every single time you get there. What do you think that you do different than people that nobody really escapes from your back control once you get there?
3: Um, I think, like, there's many things, but uh, it's pretty much the technique, you know, because I have some uh, good concepts. And very clear on my mind, what type of position that I can do from which situation, you know. So, I see a lot of people like um, uh, mixing some techniques that you do with the seat belt to one side and the opposite seat belt, and they mix the techniques. And when you mix, some technique doesn't work for both, and then you lose in some details like that, you know. But I always love to get the back since, like, Blue Belt and stuff. So I think was something that I was working since the beginning, you know, and uh, I got really good uh, knowledge, knowledge from there, you know.
2: Hamilo, when you're coaching him at these tournaments and he gets to the back, uh, at that point, you just like, as a coach, you're like, it's over with or what?
1: Uh, almost like 100% sure that will be over, you know. It's very rough for Felipe like, losing the back, you know, like he said, you know. He has like he knows exactly what you do, and then he has understand the counter. And then I think uh, the, the what Philip got so good on the back, you know, because his brother Chushiku, it's a very good uh, back defense, you know. And then when you understand kind of like uh, the back defense, you know, like uh, your offense it gets way better because you kind of like you go against someone like his brother. He escaped most of the time of the back. You and then he knows like a lot about like uh, you know like uh, the mechanic of the escape. Then Philip trained this guy. And then, man, he un- he if he can't hold to he can't attack anybody, you know? So he, I think he learned a lot by, I think, uh, understand so the defense. And Philippe defends the back really well, too. It's very hard to, to attack Philippe from the back, you know? Which I think is the reverse thought that I, I really like to talk about with my students, you know?
3: Yeah. It's like the uh, same thing of... Uh heel uh, hooks, lapel, like something new. If you want to get good at it, you need to first study the technique and start doing the technique to start the understanding the concepts and the, and understand more about it. So after, start skating, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like oh, the first time I was competing against Gordon, I, I have like zero uh, technique of few hooks. So for me getting good in defense the hooks with my first my main goal, I needed to start doing the hooks a lot. You know, start to work, work to see how the how he escapes, what they adjust and everything. So I think it's pretty much from the back. You know, for you start have a good control for the back. Of course, you're gonna have to know a lot how to escape from the back. And like Komu said, my brother is one of the best on that. You know? So I always when I really want to train the back, I I I tell him to do specific trains and stuff because uh, it's really hard to keep the back on him.
0: Awesome! This next match is gotta be one of my all-time favorites. It's one of the best matches ever, right? Uh, I'm sure you guys know the one I'm talking about. It's Herbert Santos, the absolute match. Same same tournament as the Hanger one, yeah. Legendary comeback, Caleb. Yeah. Can you go ahead and cue us up here? So uh, go ahead and walk us through this match here, Felipe.
3: playing a little yeah, X guard this, I, I just pulled guard and was able to do the get under, get the X-guard, but when I sweep, he escaped the hips very well and got an armor lock right away, you know. And I did a stupid thing, try to stand up. <laughs> yeah. Like, what people, like, know, tell you to don't do it since you're white belt, but sometimes it works, you know, if you don't see the, the armor lock very tight, uh, Work, but not the right technique. So he was able to. When I spread my arm, that that shot I thought was going to escape, he was able to spread my arm and uh, my. I remember my arm popped many times. there, Many times, not only when I stand up, but after I fall, he was in a perfect position for the arm lock, you know. And then my arm popped, but. Uh, because of I stand up and walk, stay a little loose, arm lock, and then I was able to escape my elbow.
2: Can but, we can we uh, can we go back a little bit for that? Caleb? How much did that thing hurt, Felipe? <laughs> when, when when you were competing, did you did you feel uh, a lot of pain there, or did it happen afterwards?
3: Uh, to be honest, I, when you very very warm and yeah. adrenaline, it don't let you feel like a lot of pain. I felt like pop many times, you know. It's kind of like uh, affliction. Do, do you know what I mean? I stayed "Oh my God, pops!" You know, so many times. But like pain, pain. I think you feel more after.
0: Pamela were you uh, a bit nervous at this point in the match? Were you I, mean, I, I closed my eyes. You know,
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I, could... I remember my dad. My dad was watching, like in the in the first, like because. Of on the up here, he was watching, and I remember when I escaped to to the army lock, I looked to the to to see what he said. I saw my dad. My dad was crying bad, you know. <laughs> oh man! He said, oh my yeah. god, he broke the arm. He broke the arm, <laughs> and uh, I I remember in the match that give many times on my head. My, my dad, my dad's crying. My dad's crying, you know. And I think that gives me a lot of uh, motivation as well.
2: Yeah. So, what are you thinking now? You, you at, at, at this point in the match, you just escaped the arm lock. You're still in a bad spot, though. What, what's what do you think is going through your head right there, Felipe?
3: Uh, right after I escaped the arm lock, uh, I said, "Bro, I read it. I think in my mind. I read it the the hardest thing. You know, now I I'm I gonna win. You know, because I read have happened that before, and I read have in my mind very clear that the worst thing can happen is. It's like uh, someone gets you in a submission, you don't tap, you get hurt, and then you lose, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because that doesn't that's, make sense, you know? Definitely so, <laughs> that definitely sucks. It definitely sucks. It's the worst thing. But uh, so, I, I, against that match, I don't remember exactly uh, why and uh, if Herbert said anything. Maybe Homer remember, I don't know. But uh, I was was a very uh, I really didn't want to lose. You know what I mean? When it takes personally, uh, I don't remember exactly what it was because I read happened many things uh, with Herbert and uh, when I fought him. But I think he said something or he pulled something that uh, really motivated me for that match, and uh, I I remember even told the "Bro, bro, can't happen anything." On that match that uh doesn't matter what i'm gonna win and uh, i don't know it was funny because i said that that because actually happens you know <laughs> yeah.
2: so do you think it was a little bit yeah because yeah, erbertho erbertho pissed people off do you think it was because he had done some stuff before that you maybe you didn't want to tap to erberth especially yeah
3: definitely i don't remember exactly what it, what it was but I remember uh had something that uh, or he said to Romulo or he said to someone or he post. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember, but uh, take it personally, you know. Where he said something that uh, I told Romulo. Before, I think by, by that time, uh, who had more points. So there is like the bracket, you know. Mm-hmm. The, the meeting of the bracket before. And there is like four guys. Me, Romulo... Uh, Herbert and uh, Jackson with isolate, with was the the uh, more points ba- ba- guys on the bracket, head guys on the bracket. And then I was talking form and stuff. And then Holmes, oh, what, how we want to do, how I want to do it. And I said, no, can put Herbert on my side. And then because I really want to fight him and I really want to beat him on that.
0: Did we lose we, we might have lost Felipe there. Um, I want to shoot him a message. Me you. I think <laughs> we'll, we'll have Homolo take over. So Homolo, um you know, he, he survived the arm lock and he's been playing guard now for a while. You have to imagine the pain in the arm might be increasing because it's, it's been a few minutes now. And he's, I don't know. Do you think that's affecting him at all?
1: In the beginning, I think it did. You know, as you if you, you know, like if you watch, you know, like Abich almost passed his guard like maybe like three times, you know. But uh on that point, you know, like when Philippe recovered the guard, I kinda like knew that Philippe was gonna it was gonna get him and then I could, I can feel energy uh the energy of Ebert to you know kinda get low and then he's kinda like, Oh man, this is getting hard, you know. And then uh, man Ebert is a, he's a monster, you know, like a Philippe. I'm I was glad that Philippe oh man, I fight Ebert, you know, because I wasn't scared to fight Ebert, you know what
2: I'm saying? Okay. We got Philippe oh, back. Uh so, Felipe, you were saying that you, you wanted to be on the same side of Herbert. Uh, can you finish that thought?
3: Yes. Uh, I talked with Homer before, and Homer said, oh, I think my game uh, it's better with go with Jackson, but I can go with Herbert as well. And then I said, no, don't worry. put uh I fight Herbert, you know, uh, because what we kind of like uh, uh, agreeing for which one going to be on their meeting, you know, to try and make work the bracket. And uh, yeah, then I don't remember like for exactly what reason, but uh was something that happens that I really want to fight. For.
1: Philippe, when he takes personal, it's very hard for him to lose, you know. I like when he's angry. <laughs> <laughs> I still remember, you know, like we're going to talk about this later probably, but. We were driving to him fight, uh, you know, like uh, even this fight I'll talk about later on. But like he said, you know, I was like, man, I would, you know, like I'll not lose this fight. Don't worry about it. You know, I'm like, please, man, don't lose. I don't want to fight the average, you know. (laughs) 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 So I think we're getting pretty close
2: to the Yeah, we're getting pretty close to the finish here. So you're back on top. Walk us through this whole uh, sequence here. Oh, he tried to sweep 50-50. You go around for the back.
3: Yeah, like uh, I was on the 15th, I was winning already I think yeah for two points. And then he tried to sweep me but when he tried to sweep me he let go of my leg. And then I was able No, no. For flip baby, we lost your
0: audio again. Shit.
1: Yeah, I think uh, right there, you know, like a you know like a back on a little bit back there, you know, like a Philip felt you know like I already kind of start to feel you know like I was mentioned before you know that uh that uh Abich is like oh man this guy is not he's not giving up you know and then uh and then philip felt too, you know like when you're on the match you kind of like I feel the person's energy you know so
0: yeah, he felt Herber start to fade a little bit and then uh, turned up the pace. I really want to ask Felipe about the 50-50. You know, he's one of the guys that is really aggressive and offensive with the 50-50 position. You know, he doesn't use it to stall at all. He wins a lot of matches and takes backs and does a lot of cool stuff from there. Uh, I just want to ask him, you know, where that came from. Hamelo, did you notice that early on in his game that um, he really understood the 50-50 well?
1: Yeah, Felipe, he, he, since the beginning, he understood the 50-50, you know, like... Uh, and then uh, his guard is always something like that impressed me a lot, you know. So the fifty-fifty, you know, he always used to get in people's back or people's in a in, in a in a black drag, you know, like. And then that position is something that uh, he's really good at, you know. Like uh, it's kind of like the fifty-fifty, you know, like. But your leg is it's kind of like the person is trying to come up on top. The fifty-fifty is open, and you kind of just take a leg out, and then you are waiting on the back, you know. So I see Philip doing doing this like many many times, you know, like. Uh, and then right there, I, I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be over now, you know. <laughs> so I'll let Philippe talk through the finish, you know, because I, w- oh, I want to nice. know also what he's going to imagine. Okay, well, no problem, no problem. third no problem. time's a charm.
0: Right.
2: Hamilo, do you remember what it was that herbert did that had pissed you guys off before the tournament?
1: <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't remember, actually, you know. Like, uh, with me, actually haven't done anything, to be honest, you know. Like, uh, he has never... We compete one time, and then... Uh, and then a lot of people thought, like, we have, like, we exchange a conversation on the mat, you know, but, like, uh, I remember, you know, like, he did that jump on Mount on me right on the on the beginning of the fight, and he scored, like, a seven zero, you know. And then I escaped right away, and then, you know, like, I was play guard, I swept him, and then he put me on the fifty-fifty 50 with the lapel, you know. And then I told him, I say, bro, come on, come on, kid, let's fight, you know, like, open the 50-50. And then he just left and he said, there's no way. I don't go nowhere. I'm going to stay until the end. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so I think we've got yeah, the last uh, the last 30 I seconds really of this are... match here. We can, we can watch the finish here with Felipe's commentary on it.
3: Uh, that's actually funny because I remember I spoke with Herbert on that fight as well. <laughs> <laughs> he gave me... So I think something normal. <laughs> yeah, so... I was, I escaped from the 50 50. I was able to secure he, him. I uh, didn't want to let go, you know. And then I was able to get on the back. Right there. And I think Albert, on that time, didn't even tap because of the choke, you know. I think he, he was so exhausted for the match that uh, he tapped right away, you know. The choke didn't even. I like that uh, little... He didn't even try to escape, I think.
2: Go, go back I like five seconds, Caleb. I like the little, the little backflip you do after you tap him. Show this thing. You hit the
1: choke. With,
3: with, the, with bad the bad
1: arm. arm. <laughs> yeah.
3: uh, I don't know. I think I just forgot I hurt my <laughs> <laughs> I just remember after, you know. Exactly <laughs> I did that with the both arms. And then I was screaming, screaming, and then I remember I hurt my arm. Look. <laughs> like, oh shit. Right. In, the end, in the end, I was like screaming, screaming, and then I said, fuck my arm.
0: <laughs> Man, what was your dad was doing death. after that match? I mean, he was he was crying in the middle of it. Oh, he must my have God.
3: Been... He was crazy, bro. He was crazy. <laughs> he screamed like crazy, you know, crying. He, he, he cried even more after, you know? <laughs> he cried even more after that win than before on the on the arm lock. And my dad's not the type of guy that uh, cries very easy, you know? Sure. Uh, He's a black belt too, right? I
0: feel like I've seen him compete at events um, somewhere. Yes,
3: yes. He won the awards in in blue, purple, and uh, brown and black. He won the awards pretty much in all the belts, if I'm I'm not missing this. Man, that's really cool. How many black belts are there in your family? Uh, Four. Me, Chuchico, with the older brother, the young brother Fernando, and then my dad. Oh wow! My mom tried to, but she stopped on the white belt. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like you, yeah. the next match. Michael? Yeah, yeah. But, so
2: this this next one uh, is you versus Galvao in Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi um, World Pro. There's a really nice collar drag you hit here. Nice takedown
3: action from you. Yeah.
0: What's it like fighting Andre I Galvao, actually, Felipe?
3: Uh, bro, to be honest, Andre Galvão was one of the guys that uh, I mostly watch his compete and watch his jiu-jitsu. Uh, my whole when I start training, like like until black belt, you know. So Caleb, can you rewind that collar drag
2: that, that takedown real quick? Yeah. This is a really really nice um, takedown. Collar, Keep going back, Caleb, when they're on their feet. So,
3: yeah. That collar drag I do for a long time as well. I always like to do that technique. I'm not like that guy, specialist in takedowns, uh, judo or wrestling, anything that like that. But I have like two or three takedowns that really works for me, you know, even with some guys. Someti- sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> not always, but uh, the collar drag is definitely one of my favorite one, you know, to take it down. It's very easy to do it. But Yeah so
2: right there was a big moment in the match I believe because you got the two points but then you got back to the feet so you were able to pull guard again up to zero, right?
3: Yes, exactly. How so, strong is, is I, I Andre knew, Galvao?
0: <laughs> is he like he this is like really one of the most strong, physical guys man. ever.
3: Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think he's very strong, especially uh, I always felt him really strong, but on the ADCC was really, really strong, you know, like, really strong. But uh, he's like a rock, he's very compact, you know, very physical, he worked really hard, so really strong. But I remember that match, he he definitely didn't expect me to shoot any takedowns, you know, so... He definitely expect me to pull guard right away. So that was my strategy for that match, I, I remember. I said, oh, I'm going to try to surprise him here at the beginning with my my takedown. You know, if it doesn't work, I pull guard. And yeah, because,
2: I, I mean, that's... Out. I mean, everybody assumes... Andre Gaval has such great takedowns. Yeah, everybody's going to think that you're going to pull guard there. So you were trying to surprise him with a takedown, huh?
3: Yes, exactly. And uh, then... Go ahead. Here he, here he got this triangle. Was, was not tight when he closed right there. Was a little tight, but uh, from that angle, I think it's hard to finish. So, but was was annoying a, a little bit, you know. <laughs> I was wow. happy when he left there. <laughs> ha-
2: Hamilo uh, did you ever give Felipe because uh, obviously Galvão is an old rival of yours and then your student Felipe is fighting him did you ever give him any any type of tips any inside tips from your experience against Galvão
1: uh, I think so you know like uh, you know like um, Felipe is like we, we have like very different styles you know like uh, but I always tell him you know like uh, Galvão I always prepare him mentally to expect wars with Galvão you know like uh a lot of people would always say, Oh man, there is no way, man. You're gonna beat Galvão, you know. I was more the guys to keep him conscious, you know. I say, man, this guy is good, you know, he's always he's always prepared, you know. So we have to train serious for him. Like always like a more like this, you know. And then uh you know like Galvon is very strong, very slick, too, you know. He's um he has like a he's pretty good uh, overall, you know, good guard, good take downs and then uh but I think um, I think uh you know like a philippe is has good game to to beat Galvon, you know so even though that's like a very even the match you know i still believe like philippe has more tools
2: philippe what went through your head when you hit that collar drag were you like oh man it worked like <laughs> what, what were you thinking
3: uh i'm not surprised because i hit that like many times on training you know but uh I was definitely happy that works, you know, <laughs> and I got the two points. There was some good wrestling uh, from
2: you right there too. He shot on you, and you sprawled good and, and scored another two. Yeah, Bad.
3: I was very motivated for this match as well. So
1: there was another yeah. one that was personal match too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> why? Why was that one personal? Because I saw the this thing at the end. You're doing this. What? What was personal there?
3: Uh, was right the match after 2014 you know when I fought him on the finals and I had the problem lose the title and then he talked a lot of things on the internet so it was kind of like personally you know I said let's see if uh, uh, was was a little personal, you know he, he talked a lot uh, after 2014 so that was like the first one after that you know.
2: So it's not a good thing to make you mad.
0: <laughs> I've learned yeah, it's a lesson of the day. I think
2: <laughs>
0: I kind of li-
2: I kind
1: of uh, like think... when people make you mad. <laughs> Hamilo, what's the I what's think, the like, difference?
3: When, when... Go ahead, Felipe. Uh, I think when I I'm like the type of guy that I'm I feel my jiu is very technical, you know? So when I start a match, I don't start very fast. I normally take a little Time to to work my game, you know. So if you see pretty much all of my mats, I start slow, slow, and then I start like uh, increase, 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 increase until I put my game on, you know. Uh, and when it's motivated by something else, like when you like you you like you, it's a match that I can't I can't lose, I can't lose. I I, I, I prefer. You know, I would do everything to to win that match. Something very motiva- 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 uh, motivational. motiv motivational, yeah, motivational. Sorry, no <laughs> bad English. <laughs> Something very motivational. Uh, I think gives you more pump. You know, for me, especially to go on the match. Um, and that that fits good on my game. You know, because normally it's not that way. So I start more. Uh, I start I start faster, you
2: know. Hamilo, describe a little bit angry, Felipe, the difference you see coaching him when, when somebody's made him mad.
1: I think uh, as he, this is Felipe's personality, you know. Like, uh, he's a very, you know, like, uh, he feels the thing, you know, like uh, really deep on his heart, you know. Like, uh, I'm more like uh, the type of person that I don't really mind to a lot of stuff, you know, but Felipe really, man, he gets to his heart and then, man, then he gets mad. And then when he gets mad, instead of, like, uh, not bring the best of him, it really brings the best of him, you know? Even on the train, you know, if, you say, if somebody's doing something annoying to him and then he starts to get mad, he's not the type <laughs> of guy that actually, he's not the type of guy that actually, like, for example, if I get mad and somebody's, I'm getting, like, stupid, you know? Like, I'm, like, I start to make a mistake, you know? Philippe is the other way. He starts to, like, get mad and he's getting better, you know? So like uh, it's it's crazy you know like i see philip like a people's like when we travel and someone's like try to be a tough guy with him and then man and then you know like it could be a tough train but because of this the, the, you know like you disrespect respect him a little bit you know like man he he was you. i'm not going to i'm not going to name nobody here but i remember one time we were like in a uh, in a uh, chechnya you know like and someone i, I just finished his part you know and then this young black belt just come to me is like hey let's train and then I was about to go, and then Philippe, like, no, no, I'll go with you. You know, like, he's a tough guy, really tough guy. They to have a big mouth, too, you know? I just remember Philippe, like, man, oh my God, that was 40 minutes of his smash. Like, the, <laughs> probably, probably this young black belt tap, like, I don't know, maybe 10 times, you know? So. <laughs>
3: yeah, it's hard to imagine. Yeah, just, though. Yeah. Go, go ahead, Felipe. I think. Uh... Like, uh, for my personality, some, it's, uh, work, many guys, like, when people talk a lot, talk a lot, and, uh, on the internet or get personal, anything, many guys, like, uh, like, homo said, get the word, you know, like, maybe gets, uh, stupid or gets afraid, I don't know, like, don't, don't fight, like, don't give the hundred percent, you know. Um, and for me, it's like the opposite. When I feel very motivated for that reason, I give like 100% uh, and one, <laughs> you know, uh, of me. Because, uh, and I think maybe that's because of when I trained it home back in the day, you know, <laughs> because he's matching me so, so bad, so bad, so bad, so bad, so bad. That I need to like give back to someone, and uh, I don't know. It's just something that uh, of uh, the way the way it feels, you know.
0: Well, uh, making you mad is a great segue to our yeah. next video here. We have one of your longtime rivals Be- here. Yeah, before we watch this one, it's
2: uh, this feels like ancient history at this point. The, the first match versus Gordon at Studio 540. Can you guys give us a little bit of background for people who don't uh, remember? Or maybe weren't, maybe some people weren't even watching jiu-jitsu back then. Describe the lead-up to this fight, how this fight ended up happening at Studio 540. Well,
1: I can I can start, you know, and then Philippe can finish. Uh, I think, uh, you know, like Gordon, he was already doing well, you know, like winning, you know, like EBI, you know, like win a lot of no-game matches, you know, but on that time, he hasn't yet built his name, you know, like the way he's like uh, on the past few years, you know. So he was like a really constantly calling people out on compete, you know. And then uh, it was something very new in Jiu-Jitsu, you know, like uh, nobody was doing that. Nobody actually called people out, you know. So... But a lot of people didn't give God the respect that he, he he, didn't have the respect that he has now because he hasn't won ADCC or awards or whatever, you know? So, you know, like he gained his recognition by talking and beat couple guys, you know? So he talks a lot, you know, about Philippe, you know, like about, uh, uh, I believe, even about like a Gracie Barra BH, you know, the way that he promotes the fight, you know? So then they really got on Philippe's skin, you know, like, and then I, and then for me, Like I said, you know, like I'm not the person that uh, those things uh, about me, you know, like uh, for me, like I have way more like uh, stuff that uh, to worry about that some uh, young black belt like uh, doing the trash talk, you know. But, anyways, I knew it that Philippe, it would like really, he was like really upset the things that he was saying. And then I just remember we driving and then we getting close, you know, we talking about strategy. And then Philippe nearly told me, man, I'll die before I lose to this guy today, you know, and then I was like, okay, you know, like, uh, I believe that, and then, uh, you know, like, that's, uh, that's the way that they fight, uh, play out, you know, like, and then, uh, and then, you know, like, we celebrate a lot after, but, uh, I think uh, Philippe can, uh, talk a little bit more about, you know, like, for me, it was just, uh, for me, it was just another match, you know, to be honest with you, but I think for Philippe, it, it was, uh, you know, like uh, because of all the the tension that uh, Gordon brought, you know, and then like I I said before, you know, like Philip is the type of guy that when he get emotional he gets better, and then that's what happened, you know.
2: Yeah,
1: Felipe. And another thing before Philip goes, we never ever trained EBI. We never did a submission only match, you know. Philip was complete a gif a geek guy, you know, like, uh, and then uh, you know, like we just walked through. Gordon's world and then Philip beat him you know like which is I think this is amazing because as everybody know even back then I think Gordon probably was uh, one of the best nogi guys you know he grew up trained nogi if you if you're thinking about put the amount of like uh, time that Gordon put nogi and then uh, versus what Philip did you know like uh, I would say this is like it'll be like a ridiculous amount of like advantage for for Gordon but Philippe, it's because his game of like uh, his gi style, He's pretty, pretty much similar both, you know, which is uh, amazing, you know. Like I think only few guys can do that.
3: Yeah, uh, I remember on that match, like Homo said, back on that uh, match, Gordon Ryan was not the Gordon Ryan today, you know, because he didn't win the ADCC awards, and he was, he he was beating. Some guys, uh, for that uh, way, like kind of counting out and stuff. And uh, back on the day, uh, now I'm not like against or anything like that. I think, like, have everyone has your personality and your way to promote the fight, you know. And uh, but back on the day, I stay very mad, not because of that, but uh, I think like you can promote the match and everything, you can call out, you can say how how you think the fight gonna go but back on that day he said some things that uh to offend me and my team and the jiu-jitsu gi in general you know so i don't know if you guys remember but back on that was like a big movement of the jiu-jitsu world the gi world not only for grace bh grace Barra, and uh, but the whole community of uh, jiu-jitsu gi, I, re- I remember I received so many messages like every day, bro, we need to be this guy, we need to be this guy representing the Jiu-Jitsu. He said the Jiu-Jitsu gi is this, the athletes of the IBJJF is this, blah, 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 blah. And there was uh, a lot of pressure on top of me, you know. And like Romulo said, I trained like uh, back on that day, no Gi, pretty much uh, like two times a mo- a year, two months a year, you know and uh, complete like no hill hooks, like IJJF rules, you know, because back on that day it was not very common that rules now, only ABCC, and uh, people don't train that much, like uh, now got way bigger, you know, a lot of people train that. So, like, it was the same thing like Herbert was some fight that I really, 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 even more this, you know, really, really didn't want to lose. And uh, and uh, I train a lot of Books. Uh, I, I remember Braulio helped me a lot as well, he came to Brazil, I train a lot of him, Braulio, it's like really technical in real hooks and this type of things, you know. And he teach me a lot of things that really helped me on, the, on that match and uh, and especially the rules was like uh, um, the place he chose the country he choose the rule he chose you know was everything he chose mo mojasse uh, was the guy that make the fight happen you know because I think he he wants to see that match and uh, he paid the person we did inside uh, the the Studio 540, but it was a very personal match as well, you know, because all the trash talk and a lot of the pressure, that everyone do it, and it was like a big movement, it was very important, not only for me, but everyone in my in my turn, you know, everyone in my turn was uh, really, really wanting me to win that match, you know.
0: Did I... How did it feel like to finally face him? You know, you had all this anticipation, a lot of trash talk, also a lot of focused training. When you finally got on the mats with him for the first time, did it surprise? Did he show you some things that you weren't expecting, or did you feel really confident in your game plan?
3: Um, uh, I. Gordon is very technical, you know, very good jiu jitsu. Very, good, of course, everyone knows that. So. Uh, I studied a lot his game, like the cross legs, the heel hooks and stuff, so I knew it what I couldn't do it as well, um, so he, he can't put on his game, so I had like a, a strategy for that match, you know, I studied a lot, I was very conscient on what I can do and uh, how the match could go. So, but of course, like, uh, was a pretty long, really long match. So, uh, it's especially in jiu jitsu, there's so many techniques and stuff that I have my strategy, I have my things, but we pretty much did everything, you know. He passed, I passed, uh, he stayed on top, I stayed on bottom, I almost take the back, I almost take it was very complete fight. So, uh, but, uh, I was expecting the his main game, with the heel hooks, you know.
2: All right, if you want to roll the uh, footage, Caleb. So this is sort of a crazy match. You're, it's just taking place in a gym. Just <laughs> in a gym with people yeah. sitting on the wall.
0: And uh, we're 20 like minutes old, in, right? Old, old, Already, old. I think.
3: This was, yeah. Yeah, he's working like... He's really good butterfly guard, you know, to get on the honey hole and the hill the hooks to get under. So I really want <clears> to <throat> pass his guard like a knee slice, like Komlo, you know, because that way it's less space for him to get under, you know. So I always try to put one of my leg inside like this. My left one is inside. It's better, and one of his foot is outside, you know, he doesn't have, like, both foot on the butterfly.
2: So you're trying to keep him from getting uh, what they call the the inside control of both the legs in in the middle?
3: Yes, yes. But uh, heel hooks, um, in my opinion, uh, you need to have a really good reaction, you know, because... Uh, it's very dangerous move, and uh, once you, you adjust, if, you, if you're if late, you can't escape anymore, you know? So I was very. Como falar isso comigo? I was very. Uh, this is a sleeper. Sleeper, try to name, stay sleeper, a... you know? Don't let him adjust.
2: Yeah, yeah. And yeah, then
1: Eddie one Bravo thing that. Is What's up Pamela? Yeah. Huh? I think one thing that Philip did different than everybody that fought like in These days. The it, is, this is kind
0: of dangerous though. Um right here's where you get him, right?
1: Yeah. I'll probably yeah. have tap there. <laughs> <laughs> did you ha-
0: did you hit that sequence in training before um or was that just on the
3: on the fly on the spot right there? No, many times on training. I think uh, it's very hard for you to do something on the any fight that you're not doing on training, you know? So I was I was trained a lot, but a lot, a lot of this. Escape from Hill Hooker. Tommy there. <laughs> Yeah so let's, let's
2: <laughs> punch AJ in the yeah. face. AJ, sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's go back to before that back take. Uh, real quick, Caleb, yeah. So, Hamilo, first off, what were you saying, Hamilo, about what uh Felipe was doing different than other people do against
1: Gordon? Uh, you know, like a Felipe was not fear the heel hook, you know, he's not fear Gordon Ryan, Gordon, all like you, you see, like a Gordon competing nowadays, man, people don't engage. Uh, uh, Gordon has to keep like a butt scooping, like a pressure, which is like something that he do really well, you know. That I actually I study him to learn that too, you know. Like when guys don't want to engage, but Philippe is, he's the whole time, Philippe is on his guard, you know, like uh, Philippe is not fear his guard, you know, like, uh, like for example, I don't see nobody like, Or uh, well nowadays, for example, they'll have a chance to pass his guard on Ryan because they're afraid, you know, like uh, they they don't engage on his guard because they fear the heel hook instead of like uh, learn how to escape on the heel hook, you know, like Philippe, that's what it, Philippe can actually tell you the first time he trained with Bravo they were doing specific training, how many times that he tapped before he actually learned there, you know. So I think uh, Philippe on the last fight we were going to watch too, he, he's, he's not fearing the heel hook, you know. Obviously, Gordon nowadays, and then even there, you know, like he's a complete guy, you know, like he plays top, bottom, and then he's very dangerous on the heel hook, you know, which is throw a lot of people off, you know. So Philippe did it different than that different than everybody, all the guys that compete against Gordon, you know, you can go back and then watch all Gordon's match.
2: Felipe, we have a fan right now in the comments asked, uh, where did you learn that back take? Did you come up with it or did somebody else show that to you?
1: Uh,
3: no, it was something that I uh, worked on the training, you know, I work a, I work a lot of skates from hook, and I think mix with my natural back take, back take game, you know. So, I remember I was hitting a lot of times, of course, I didn't have, like, someone to that do, like, heel hooks uh, as good as Gordon, you know, but I remember in the training, I was feeling a lot of back takes when the people tried to give me heel hooks, you know. So, I think that fits a lot on my game, my natural game, because uh, when people st- start to get the heel hook and start to roll to find the ankle, they expose a lot the back, you know. And uh, I think just fits on my the defense game fits on my game of back takes, you know.
2: So then there's a lot of emotion here after you get this uh, tap. What's going through your head right here? <laughs>
3: uh, just so happy, so accomplished, you know. That uh, I train a lot for that fight. Uh, like I said, was I just prove like. Uh, was everything worth, you know, all the training, all the the thing and uh, I was very, very happy that I was able to sub him, you know, because uh and like Homo said because of the disengagement of the guard, uh, on this match was a submission only match, you know. So it's very hard if I set to fight of course, I'm gonna to try to submit, and it's very, very hard to submit someone if you don't engage, if you don't try to bet, if you don't try to sweep, if you don't try to mow to get the back. So, uh, was well, is not the type of uh, match that uh, you can do one advantage and hold, or do one point and hold. You know, this is uh, I need to exchange. You know what I mean? All right. So
2: then. Uh fast forward a little while, you get to ADCC 2017 uh, the second day, you make it to the final you you defeat Bouchet, your friend Buchecha in the semi-final, and then you got Gordon and uh, at this point, Gordon's uh, a different guy, he's a little bit more accomplished what are you thinking now going into this into the rematch? Uh, oh,
3: oh, sorry uh, on my mind Pomlu was with me all the time on the open eight. And uh, I had a really hard bracket, you know, um, on the on the open weight. But I was so sad that I lose the the weight class that that motivates me a lot for the open weight, you know. And uh, after Bucharest on the semifinal, uh, in my head uh, I had no chance to lose, you know. I would do my, like I would die there too to get the title because I got so far away and I already beat him before, so I was very confident on that final
2: Did you feel the same type of pressure that you felt at the Studio 540 match about like having to represent Jiu-Jitsu or was, or was that past you after having
3: previously defeated oh, okay. him? Well, to be honest uh, at 540 I felt more pressure <laughs> yeah, because but... I think it was I, I, of course I want to win way more the second match, you know, on EDCC, but uh, the match on Stood 540, I think had so much going on, you know, so many people sending messages for so long, so many so many days, so long, you know, for months, uh, that I felt more pressure, but uh, I definitely, if I had to choose one, I definitely would choose the second one because of the title, you know, and the EDCC, so many, uh, tough guy, so many good athletes that uh, it's hard to find out who's going to be on the final, you know, so uh, for that reason I didn't, didn't have like trash talk before I didn't have people sending messages before you know, it just it's just on the day, you know what I mean, so uh, more pressure than the first one, definitely
0: Yeah, it was an insane match if you want to start rolling the clip here,
2: Caleb uh, I gotta, we got Chase has a theory, and I agree with him. Did you give up this takedown on purpose right here? Did you give him your leg and then give up the takedown on purpose?
3: Yes, yes.
2: <laughs> yes! yes. <laughs> yeah. I knew it! <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, that's, what, that, that's all I wanted to ask about in the beginning, because we had a feeling that just because you didn't want to wrestle him, because if you give up the takedown, you don't give up a penalty. So you gave up – that was your strategy right there, right?
3: Yeah, I would prefer uh, fall on the, on the guard – doing points definitely you know uh because i definitely would be more is more easy for me sweep him than pass his guard uh i would prefer that was my my strategy the whole way to see if you watch it you know uh, uh Hamil- pretty much guard the whole match
2: hamila what did you tell felipe going into this match do you remember what, any advice you gave him or anything
1: uh man i i i think on that point you know like i'm more like uh i'm more like uh uh you know like energy advice you know like uh like a kind of like a make him trust himself then uh then actually technical advice you know i fought gordon he beat me pretty easy you know i didn't expect him to be that good you know like to be honest with you i thought he was like just a leg law guy you know and then uh and then uh but you know like uh, i was truly confident than philippe was uh it was better than, than, than him, you know, like even though that uh, I got smashed, you know, like and then Gordon beat everybody pretty much, make made it look easy, you know what I mean, like besides of Shangi and then uh, the rest of us, you know, so, but even there, you know, like I honestly, I, I was, I had no doubt, you know, like that Philippe was going to win uh, because I, I believe in Philippe against anyone, you know, like against Buchecha, against Roger, against Gordon, doesn't matter, you know, uh on that time we always respect gordon way more you know for what he has accomplished obviously you know like um i think the jiu-jitsu community and then definitely he said uh you know like uh philip made him better and then he definitely made philip better you know like i think uh you know like uh, without gordon philip wouldn't reach this potential of nogi and then uh, and then gordon the same without philip he would not like uh, reach his full potential as well you know so i think uh they both should appreciate uh uh, 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 having them as a rival, you know, because definitely none of them want to lose to each other, you know. So, but I was just giving Felipe like motivational advice, you know. Like, uh, I'm not a, a very technical, no gear guy, especially like uh, someone uh, as good as Golden, as good as Felipe, you know.
2: Felipe, so uh, you got to the guard like you wanted. What was your strategy going in, into this match from the guard? What did you want to do?
3: Or take the back, you know. I want to get the points first to start winning, like the, the when the score goes uh, to start my game, you know. But um, like this uh, is a pretty long match, you know. If you if you don't get the submission, it's pretty long. So I had my strategy on the beginning with that, you know. Get on the when working points on the bottle. Uh, to maybe get a sweep or get his back. I knew if he was going to try attack my foot again, you know. So maybe we'll the back take or...
0: I
2: see so you, went to, well,
3: I you, much... you
2: went to 50-50 Sorry. there, which is somewhere that most people would not want to be with Gordon Ryan in ADCC. Are you, are you comfortable in 50-50 in ADCC?
3: Uh, yes, I train a lot of heel boots from 50-50 or... Out, or things but uh, I was comfortable on there you know and uh, 50-50 is actually uh, not easy but easiest for him to get the heel hook but it's a really good position for me to get the sweep as well you know so I was confident to defend the heel hook and get on top to get the points.
1: Another, another thing that nobody would do it, you know. Yeah. Every every Brazilian guy that that was trying to coach Felipe on the stance was like uh, telling him to get off the fifty fifty because they fear the heel hook, you know. So then Felipe put on the fifty fifty. That shows a lot that, uh, you know, like uh, that uh, it plays a, a big a big part on the game against know. I was so scared to get heel hook, you know. So <laughs> and then I got smashed, you know. So,
2: <laughs> so Felipe, I, think, uh... I think... Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry.
3: I think, like, when you fight someone that uh, you kind like of, like, scare something, you kind of, like, lock your game. You know what I mean? You're not doing uh, your game. You're not doing your good technique. So I think that happens a lot uh, with Gordon. Uh, it's still a lot of people that are um, very afraid of your hooks, you know? Even me, I am very afraid, of course. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, when you train and you train, you defend, and someone almost gets you heel hooks many times, and then you escape. You, you don't start. Don't, it's not something new anymore. You're starting getting good at at it. But uh, if it's someone that uh, doesn't train heel hooks, like the most of the artists from IBJF, you know they don't train heel hooks most of the year. Uh, that can that can lock a your game and can, you know, can make it easy for for him to actually get the hook or get the points or win, you know.
2: Do you think, it seems like Hamilo has really been stressing that uh, you That's attacked more than right. other people did against Gordon. and you weren't scared of him like a lot of people compete against him. Do you think that uh, contributed to success in the two matches, Felipe?
3: Sorry, can you say again?
2: Ha- Hamilo has been, uh, imp- he's been uh, implying that, you, a lot of your uh, success came from you weren't scared of his style. You attacked more than a lot more people were against Gordon. Do you think the fact that you were more aggressive against him than other people contributed to your success?
3: Uh, yeah, for sure. I think uh, you need to attack, you know, <laughs> yeah, or to get the submission, or to get the sweep, or to take the back. You need to try, you know, otherwise, if you If you play like on the safe game uh it's getting close for you and for your opponent you know so i think uh especially my my guard i like a lot to attack even when someone's attacking you
1: you know Uh, obviously you you have to be you have to be good to uh, uh michael you know because a lot of people they don't engage much because I believe that it also not to really trust in on the escape or, or or you know like because God is really yes. good too you know yeah it's, it's not like that on the, the guy's gonna attack him and then he's gonna beat him you know yeah so yeah, I think I think people is also like a playing safe for the fact that oh maybe I score a take down and then I can hold him down and then do not engage on the guard you know so I, I you know like it's it's all the things that uh, you know like that uh, I feel you know like because. If you're thinking about it, you know, like, uh, yeah, you know, like it's it, Godno is a uh, is the probably the only guy that is special, like in nogi that uh, that's that good, you know. And then go against him. If you're not as good as him, you're gonna try to play a safe game of like maybe take him down, maybe go overtime, you know.
2: Felipe, and I then, think. A...
1: Uh... Sorry.
2: Yeah. Felipe, I think a question a lot of fans have uh, for you is. Uh... Do you want a third fight with Gordon? You've already beat him twice, but uh, would you uh, take a third super fight with him?
3: Bro, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually have a group, uh, me, Romulo, uh, Gordon, and uh, Ryan for that graphing, and And uh, we're trying to, to make it happen. But the thing is, uh, Gordon wants me to fight uh, no time limit uh, match. <laughs> And uh, I, I already fought him no-time limit, I won, and I am not uh, a no-time limit athlete, you know. I fight the game most of the year. I would fight him, I want to fight him, and uh, I would love that happen this year, because I think everyone wants to see that, all the fans, you know. The last time we fought was 2017, so it's uh, two years, you know, so... I think it would be a very exciting match. He just won the ADCC open weight, so he fought really well. and uh, I think it would be a really good match, but uh, hopefully uh, we can get an uh, agreement of rules. <laughs> what rules do <laughs> you, you know? want? I, he
2: I, wants the no time limit. What rules would you prefer?
3: I want just a no uh, working heel hooks, working cross legs, working everything, but no time limit. You know, not not no time limit, like uh, with, points. with a limit uh, with points. You know, that would be the the fair rule. You know what I mean? Uh, why I, I think... beat him two times? Why I would fight him again on the place he wants, the time, the way he wants, the time he wants, the rule he wants? Doesn't make sense, you know.
0: What what time limit would would you accept? Would you do a longer match, like twenty minutes, or would you uh, prefer to have something more like ten minutes?
3: Yeah, it could be ten minutes, you know. Could be twenty minutes. Uh, that uh, depends. But uh, of course, I would like uh, to fight uh, in uh, ruleset. You know, not the ruleset you choose. So you're
2: saying you already beat him twice. He's got to do your rules this time, basically
3: no that's not what I'm saying if I if he does my my rule we would fight uh, with the (laughs) gi I would fight like JJF rules that's that's my rule
1: (laughs) yeah fair enough I think uh, (laughs) I think (laughs) I think I think think, uh, because for the fact that uh, Felipe has won the two matches one ADCC rule one no time limit and then uh, I think it will be fair for him to fight in a point system like a For example, if they fight on third grab closing, they fight on that rule they have, you know. And then if Gordon beat Philippe, that's what I think, you know, then Gordon can pick the rule that they fight on the third match. I think that could be something to talk about. And if Philippe beat Gordon the third time, then Gordon do the fourth time with the Gi. You know, like we see Gordon actually doing uh, uh, wrestling and then, uh, you know, like cross wrestling because he goes, he just did with uh, pet whatever, the cow, you know, like I don't know his last name, you know. Uh, but gordon beat him with the jujitsu rule, and then the guy beat gordon and his rule. and then i think this is going to like a gordon really doing something good which is bring a lot of attention for the sport imagine the attention that would bring if those guys fight with the gi as well you know what i mean they'll be huge. crazy
0: yeah people go go
1: nuts if this had this and then the and then people that. and people miss mis, misunderstand that gordon will be sock on the gi people it's crazy you know what i mean why people think gordon will be sock with the gi He's just going to lose all his skill. It's not like that, you know what I mean? He's Obviously, he's going to be pretty good with the gi as well, you know what I mean? So, people, some people, they don't understand uh, jiu-jitsu. They just say, oh, yeah, Gordon sucks with the gi. I don't believe that, you know what I mean? Obviously, I believe he's much better with the no gi, but he will not lose his skill, his jiu-jitsu skill, just because he put the gi on, you know what I mean? Just like Philippe did, put the gi on, take the gi out, focus on no gi, for two months and fought Gordon. He didn't lose his skill, you know? And then I think Gordon can be a threat for anybody with the gi as well if he didn't want to train. You know what I mean? What do you think, Philippe? Yeah, exactly. And uh...
3: the, the, the extreme, like Gordon rules would be no gear, uh, heel hooks, no time limit, you know? My extreme rule would be the gi. which I'm not gonna even say, because I know he's not gonna fight even, uh, Homolo saying that, definitely he's not sexy with the gi, you know, definitely he's pretty good with the gi as well, but okay, he doesn't want to fight with the gi, no problem. So my extreme rule set would be no gi, I get, uh rule set. That ex- is extreme, you know, so we just need to find like uh, the middle between his extreme and my extreme, you know, would be the the fair rule set. What about ABJJF uh, but- with heel
2: hooks? Yeah, kind of like
3: yeah, yeah so, that could be, you know.
2: So here we uh, are at the key point of the match. Can you walk us through this back take again? It's basically it's like the same thing as 540 almost, huh?
3: Yeah, but the difference is because I think I was uh, needed to go to the leg drag first and then I got the back after. was not straight to the back. Uh, on this one, was one step more. Let's see. So, yeah, pretty much, and then rotate, and then, look, you turn, you know? The the other one, I was on the back already, but this one, I was on the leg drag, and then I went on top, and then I got the back.
2: It's almost like a barren so, bolo p- position at one point there. <laughs> look at-
3: yeah, the row, like the row of the the first one was what's similar, yeah.
2: Hamilo jumping up and down in the background there.
3: (laughs) The best celebrity.
2: (laughs) I was more happy than him, I think. (laughs) So what are you thinking here now? You got the back, under two minutes left. Are you like, man, I just got to hold on to this, and I'm ADCC absolute champ?
3: Yeah, when I got there, I said, it's done. (laughs) I'm not going anywhere. I can't stay here two hours. (laughs) And did it feel like a long time though, fine. because
0: you had you had you had to wait it out. Did you uh, every feel every second of that that last remaining minute? <laughs> Sorry. I, I mean, you you did have to wait the rest of the round. Did you feel every second of that minute? Did it feel longer than it was as you waited for the time to expire?
3: Yeah, on uh, the beginning, right when I got the back, he was trying to escape and I was very worried about not going anywhere, well, not going well. anywhere. <laughs> and then, but when it's like the last seconds, you know, uh, I was staying more relaxed and he stopped to to try and escape like, like before as well, you know. So it's very hard to recover from there and actually do more points to win the match, you know. But uh, he did great as well. He didn't stop. didn't want to get the, get the submission and stuff. And at that point, I was like, I, I, I want to get the submission. But he was doing a good job defending. And, uh, yeah. How All did it feel the... to be
2: ADCC okay. Absolute <laughs> Champion?
0: <laughs>
3: huh?
2: How did it feel to be ADCC Absolute Champion? It's something that very few people have done before.
3: Oh, my God, bro. I couldn't even believe, you know, I was so happy, so happy, so happy, I dream with that many times, and uh, on that, I was dreaming with my my weight first, you know, because I didn't have the my weight goals already, and then when I, when I lose the final of the weight, and uh, I went there, and that's everything has a, a reason, you know, so I had to lose the final to win that, and uh, like a really hard bracket and I was very emotional very, very emotional and especially because on this one I had like a, I hurt my ribs you know uh, and uh, I don't know foi, foi nessa ou foi na foi no primeiro, 2015
1: nessa,
3: no primeiro, so I was like very, 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 very happy
2: all right, guys. We got about three minutes left. I'll give you guys both like uh, a chance to say something to your fans on the way out before we gotta call it. You can go first, Hamilo. Uh
1: Thank all you guys. You know, like uh, thanks uh, for watching. Uh, be patient. You know, stay home. You know, like do your part. You know, so we can get it done on the on this tough time. You know, like I'll be keep telling you guys to do that until we get things settled. Uh, thanks for grappling. Amazing job as always. Uh, thanks, Felipe. You know, it was uh, amazing to be a guest and then have some uh, good memories. Thank all the all the guys they compete against Felipe and made him better. Special Andre Galvão and Gordon Raya. Without you guys, you guys won't uh, bring Felipe on that level.
2: All right, Felipe, go.
3: Hey guys, thank you a lot for watching. Thank you a lot for grapping for the invite, for doing this uh, great job until everyone is home. You know, uh, getting everyone close to the jiu-jitsu. Uh, we can't train, but you have uh, great videos like this. Uh, thanks, Rominho, for, for everything. Not only this video was really good. remember this memory since uh, 2012. He did a lot for me. Uh, and uh, you know you, you live here in my heart. And uh, thank you all, guys. Keep keep safe, stay at home, and uh, keep training or studying study jiu-jitsu uh, the way you can. Oops.
0: All right guys, thank you so much for calling in. Stay safe out there. I'll let you get back to your friends and family. Uh everyone at home, same goes for you. We have a very exciting schedule the rest of the week. Tomorrow at five or five thirty PM EST we have shanji Verbert will be on Who's Number One. Wednesday we're gonna have Gordon and Nikki Rodriguez calling in. Guy Men is after that. And then I'm very, very excited to have Marcelo Garcia and Bernardo Faria join us on Friday. It's gonna be a great week of shows. Be sure to tune in to the uh, 24-hour channel where we'll be having matches, breakdowns, analysis, all kinds of good stuff. Thanks, guys. We'll uh, talk to you again soon and see you in the next episode of Who's Number One. Thanks, Felipe. Thanks, Amil.
2: Thank you.